We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode number 140 Today we'll talk a little news, answer your questions, and discuss the premieres of Dallas and Suits and the second season finale of The Killing, parentheses, God. Do a reality check and then make some TV um, on DVD picks. And the full show notes with some codes for each set. No, with not some codes, with time codes. <laughs> with some codes for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 140. I'm Amory, not Army, from my take on tv.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic. From TVholic.com, who apparently can't spell Amory's name this week. <laughs> and I'm Ray. And I'm Ray. Ray, who hung out with her sprinkler guy today. Everything get fixed? Lloyd. Did Boyd! I love that you got Boyd. Lloyd! Not no, not Boyd. Isn't it Lloyd? Lloyd. He's British. He's British. He's British. That's why he said, blimey. Nice. <laughs> when something nice. wasn't working. <laughs> Excellent. Uh... In other news, <laughs> Kate Walsh has confirmed that she is leaving private practice, which I thought she'd already confirmed that when she said, I'm not coming back after 13 episodes. Who? Addison. Oh. is leading the show that was going to be called Addison's Practice. Who apparently she could use some practice. I guess. But no, the just I had just put that on there since the last time we talked about it on the podcast. It wasn't Why could confirmed. she use some practice? I've obviously not been paying attention to the TV news lately. She she told them that she I don't know that was Jason's show. <laughs> I was talking about the character Addison. She oh, obviously yeah. hasn't been getting things right for quite some time. Yeah, she um she quit because they fired Tim Daly. Is the long and short of it. Which mm. wouldn't you? I would, because who the hell would fire Tim Daly? Oh my God, as long, and then they can bring Sam on, and it can be a Tim Speaking and Sam show. Speaking of an show. answer to a question. Later in the show. Sorry. <laughs> also, alert. spoiler alert, Sam Daly, the love of my life. It's Sam, right? Who he's going to be in. <laughs> oh, Amory. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. He's in, <laughs> he's in the Ben and Kate pilot. He is? Yeah. I don't know that. Like I don't get to watch those things. Speaking of um, another answer to a question later on. <laughs> Ray is just previewing left and right. <laughs> TLC right, has on. renewed what not to wear for a 10th season. I actually already thought the show had been canceled. <laughs> so that's real news to me. And in news that should shock no one, sh- except maybe that this is still on, Showtime announced that Weed Season 8 will be its last. Which, good. Not like it's going to change the way they write the show. <laughs> They're still going to write it, like, with no point. <sighs> Maybe I'll have more of a point now because it'll be the end. The end yeah. is nigh. They need to move back to the suburbs. Agreed. Stop killing people. But I wouldn't mind if um, Silas was naked all the time. Just putting that out there. Putting that into the ether. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Maybe my eye will get better and I can actually see it. Um, so that's our news. We're going to move on to... The viewer questions, listener questions, not viewer, um, in no particular order, because um, I'm just reading them straight here. Jonathan, our buddy Jonathan, hi Jonathan, um, is asking me and Ray specifically because I guess jo- Jason, Jonathan you talked about your this. Name wrong. 
Jonathan did sell my name wrong. But I think that's why, because my name is difficult to type. I don't really know. Um, it is. Whatever. What I did speak you guys from experience? Why is your name difficult to type? Uh, I don't on. know. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. Because I guess Jason talked about it on another podcast, but what did Ray and I think of the revenge season finale? Um, I liked it. Could somebody refresh my memory? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Emily, oh, wait, she blew up. The plane blew up. It was the up. last episode of the yeah. season. The plane blew up, and there's no way they killed. I don't the, remember yeah. what happened. Is what I'm saying. Okay. okay. The plane. So blew I have up. talked about this with multiple people, and multiple, I mean two, um, which is multiple. It's more than one, um, and we have discussed that it would be ballsy. If they didn't kill Victoria, I mean, if they did kill Victoria, Madeline Stowe, but they're not going to kill that Madeline Stowe. She could still show up in flashbacks. I don't think she's dead. Now, just saying. What's her name? The blonde. Last second change of uh, travel plans and decided not to get on the plane. I think Lydia's dead. Quite frankly, I think anybody in their right mind would be stupid to get on that plane. So, yes, I can't even believe that a federal agent. Would not make everybody keep it quiet. <laughs> would get all of his evidence and all of the people who were going to testify on the plane together. Right. Because that's just stupid. Well, thank I, God that. Uh, also, why are they taking a plane? Why aren't they just driving? <laughs> thank God that Nolan uh, made copies. Um, and that we know that Emily's mom is alive. Besides the fact that we're talking about this, I enjoyed the finale. I thought it was a pretty good finale. Um, I thought they they did a decent setup for what comes next. Yes, um, and they they set it up so that because originally I was very like, how do you get a second season out of this? And I think that they've set it up in a way that it's believably going to be an, an interesting second season. Okay. I am wearing so many pairs of glasses right now. I okay, this has got to stop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> unrelated. Back to this. So that was wrench. I'm excited for season two. And I can't wait to see who they cast for Emily's mom. Maybe Paula Malcolmson. I really like her. Okay. What do you think the TV networks hold out on releasing TV shows? Oh, why? Not what? This is really going well. Why do you think the TV networks hold out on releasing TV shows on DVD until right before they premiere? Do you think that really helps promote the show or does it actually hurt the series because people don't have enough time to catch up before the new season starts? And Jonathan provided examples. The latest example for me was Pretty Little Liars. I watched season one on DVD and was ready for season two, which came out the same day as the season three premiere, giving me approximately seven to eight hours to finish a 25 episode season. Needless to say, I didn't make it in time. I know networks have put out DVDs right right after the season is completed in the past. Best example, 24, which ended one week and was on DVD the following. Do you think more networks should release their DVDs earlier or does the current format work? I'm with Jonathan. I think that they should be released sooner. I mean, at least a week prior to the premiere. A lot of times, you know, the DVD makers don't necessarily know when it's going to premiere and they they can't always correspond. But it always helps to be able to catch up on the season before the new season starts. Uh, What part am I answering here? (laughs) All of it. What are your thoughts on like the DVD releases and like how they work versus should should they be the same day as a premiere? Should they be sooner? Should they be after like... Right after a season ends, what are your thoughts? I think as a viewer who would maybe like to rewatch a season or as a new viewer who would like, well, I I can't really answer as a new viewer, but because I'm not typically buying it unless I've seen the show. 
I would like it obviously to come out sooner because I, especially when it's a show I really love, I like to rewatch and I would like to rewatch before the show starts again. That being said, I understand to some degree why they do it the way they do it. I would think, I don't know for sure, but I would think that it's a advertising issue or a convenience, I should say, because I'm sure, I'm sure they don't think that they get enough new viewers you know what I mean? To justify mm-hmm. releasing it earlier as opposed to if they release it somewhat close to the premiere date. Well, they're already doing advertising for the premiere so they can add in the DVD advertising at the same time. And then it's yeah. a show that is on people's mind so that then when they see it on TV, they're like, oh, I just heard about that show. Let me check it out. Because um, I think that they think they get better advertising to do it all in one push rather than to do it separately. Right, because they can add like a tag and be sure to get your copy of season two on DVD the night before exactly. it premieres or something like that. Right, like they don't have to do whole separate. I mean, they still do advertising for DVDs, but they don't have they can do it all as one thing. They can take advantage yeah. of the fact that they're putting advertising out there to also say at the same time, you know, the show starts because I think they their thinking on that is that if you give them such a lead way that they that they buy the DVDs. Or that you're advertising the DVDs. I don't think they're thinking about the people who are actually buying is my what I'm saying. They're thinking about the fact that their advertising is going out there. And if their advertising is, oh, and be sure to watch the premiere, you know, in a month and a half. They're thinking right. everybody who hears about that or sees that advertising is not thinking in a month and a half about that show. But if you're saying that week, oh, be sure to get our DVD and then watch the premiere this week, people are then thinking about it and maybe would watch. Like I think their end goal is – the viewer who's going to watch something on TV, not the viewer who's going to buy the DVD. Because I think in their head, they're thinking the people who are going to buy the DVDs are the people who are already going to buy the DVDs. Like we're not, I don't think they're really trying to get new viewers for the DVDs is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they could do both where you could put it out earlier, even if you don't make a big push advertising wise, where you still do your major push of advertising, you know, later on. But, uh, I think, more and more, though, as of trying to get people to to watch stuff on a, a next season, some people are just – you're never going to get people uh, on certain shows to tune in. Like a comedy, people could tune in to a comedy in the second season that they heard was really good because it's still going to be funny. But other shows, like you could tune into Revenge, but – Second season of Revenge is going to be so much better if you actually have seen the first season of Revenge. Yeah. I agree with you there. I just think that – I think what we think is true and what is the reality are two different things. Like, But I just think it's on – based on that's what they've always done and nobody's really – I don't know that anybody that – that you could say that anybody's ever really tried it like very often with things uh, that uh, – but I, I think maybe somewhere of sort of splitting the gap like – like Amory was saying, where it comes out a week or two before where you're already starting to ramp up your advertising for this show's coming in two weeks. Yeah. This show's premiering on such and such. Uh, get your get your season one DVD now, you know, a couple weeks out uh, before it premieres. Uh, the things that premiere on the same day, I mean, I kind of get the, I get the synergy of it. It makes sense on an advertising thing to advertise it that way, but it also seems to me that you could do that, but also do the other uh, in some way, and be able to let people because 
people have heard about I'm just saying I think that's why they do it. Well, I'm just saying, but people have heard about like Revenge or A Lost or some type of show from the last season that people watched. They'll hear about it over the summer, but they have no ability to uh, to watch it before the new season starts. No legal, uh, you know, way to do it. And most people, you know, that would buy a DVD or rent a DVD aren't going to go searching for it somewhere online anyways. So they're... I think they're just they're losing out on potentially a potential way to increase ever shrinking audiences already for uh, TV shows. So that's our thoughts on DVDs. We all have our guilty pleasures, but what TV show did you start watching and have grown to regret and why? And I love this parentheses example. Amory, I'm sure will say the killing and parentheses. Um, I will say the killing. Here's the thing. The acting was always top-notch. I will never take that away from the show. And we'll talk more about this. Are we talking about this in the primetime segment? Yeah. We are. Um, I will always, you know, I'll stand by the acting. I just, ugh, what a laborious, ridiculous waste of 13 hours of my time. What other shows? What shows are people watching that they regret starting? I mean, um, I guess you're going to stop it if you regret it, but I didn't. I still watch the, every episode of The Killing. In the past, I regretted to continue watching The Wretched Beast, but... Oh, The Wretched Beast! Um, the Wretched Beast! I watched that to the end. Oh my god. I that stopped is... in, like, season 8, I think. Really? Isn't that the last season, Amory? No, it went to season 10. Don't... Oh. Or wait, no, it went to season 9. I stopped long before... Well, not long before, but longish before. I stopped long before. <laughs> That stupid nanny situation. That was it for me. Um, crazy, crazy nanny Carrie. Wasn't that her name? Carrie? I'm pretty sure. Now oh she's God. crazy pregnant Melissa or whatever. I can't really think of one this season. Well, like, I would say this season. And only this season because I will watch it again next season. <laughs> <laughs> but like the amazing race this season was pretty bad. And yeah, I kind of regretted that I kept watching it. Like, sometimes you just got to say, okay, this season I'll sit out. <laughs> and I never do. Like, I've thought about that. And I, uh, for The Amazing Grace specifically, like, I always think, oh, my God, these people are so dumb. It can't get any better. Like, I mean, it can't get any dumber. Because you just keep hoping. But I should probably just stop. And you just keep hoping and you tune in. And, and maybe there's some signs that something's going to happen. And then it's still no. Yeah, I couldn't really come up with an answer to this question based on, like, if I start not liking a show or where you might say you, you regret it. I don't know necessarily that I regretted started watching a show that I liked and then it started turning bad. You know, usually you, you give up on it if there's nothing there to watch. Um, and then other shows, even if they, something's happened later on in the show, I don't necessarily regret that I watched like the first four seasons of something because it turned bad or like, uh, I, I guess you could Heroes. say, I guess, yeah, I guess, you Heroes. Could say, oh. yeah, I guess you could say something like Heroes, but I don't regret watching season one. Right. Uh, I, mean, you, I guess you could say that I could say I regretted watching into season three, hoping that it would return, but season seven of Gilmore Girls. I still really? haven't watched season seven of Girl, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so see, like there, I, I didn't, I didn't watch it, so. See, I've gotten to the point where I really do stop watching if I'm not enjoying it. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and I don't really look back and 
and as something if I was enjoying it at some point as as regretting that time spent necessarily which is I don't I don't think that that's what's being asked I think what's being asked is that you like the killing sure because I, I kept watching it and I regret it right like you weren't quite sure about something so you kept kind of watching it and then it just went all terribly wrong maybe um, girls for me because I watched every episode and I hated it oh my god um, can I just tell? No, I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> Ray is not a fan of the television series Girls. I'm not. Do you know what the <laughs> best thing about the finale this week was? Is that it you was don't have over to hear about it until anymore. next year? <laughs> that it'll be another year before anybody has to can talk about it so much. I mean, yeah. I know people will talk about it, but after the next week or so, when it finally tapers off of everybody talking about the finale and how great this show is and how it's changed TV. <laughs> Oh my god. It'll be gone it's for a changed year. TV as we know it. No, it hasn't. That's such a ridiculous... Whatever. I can't <laughs> even deal with that. I'm um, moving on to our next question. Wait, I wanted to finish what I was oh, saying. Okay. Finish what you're saying. Come on, Ray. Well, you got me distracted because you talked about girls. <laughs> like, there are shows like... there, Like, Grey's, there was a time when I regretted that I started watching it. But mm. it's, then it redeemed itself for me. Notice I said for me, Amory. <laughs> Yes. Um, so for me. I kind of am starting to get into that mode of not being sure. Oh, here's a good example from this past season. This past season, Bones, I had yes. watching Bones like last season sometime. And then I started, I don't know why I started watching it again, but I started watching it again. And then I watched like for a couple episodes this season. And that would be a show that I would say that I regretted having gone back on my decision <laughs> it's not right. like i hate the show it's not that i think the show is horrible i think the show is fine i mean it's doing what it has always done it's the same show that it always has been right um i have just reached a point where i'm not really interested i can watch it every once in a while and be fine with it but i don't need to watch it every week right. i don't need to make time in my schedule for it every week and that's probably where i have got i have felt like i regretted briefly this season picking it up again when I knew better I knew to let it just go I was fine with where I had stopped um but then I stopped watching it so <laughs> so it's a moot point now my left eye is blurry god damn it anyway okay was there a show from the last season that you wished had continued on and why well it's just past season like this season that just ended I guess that makes sense. Let's answer it for this season that just ended. Um, you know what's funny? I was completely happy. I mean, I guess Awake, because I really liked Awake, and I really liked what they did towards the end, like how it kind of ramped up the action. But I was actually happy with every, you know, how the schedules kind of shook out at the end of the season. So, no. I mean, I don't I don't know of any that I'm, that I wish had continued. I think Awake would be... The one show that I would have liked to have seen continue, I th- you know I think it works as a single episode for the first episode. I think it works as a thirteen episode series, and I but I think it would have been interesting to see where they they went with it. I just found yeah, I just found the the approach to a procedural cop show. I just found uh, you know when you go at something differently, I find those types of shows compelling. Uh, and and awake definitely was that way. Yeah. Um. Bent maybe. Oh, you, you know what? As I'm saying, oh, I can't <laughs> think of anything. Bent and best friends forever. 
Yeah, I don't care about that one. But yeah, well, you kind of I forget do. about Bent because it barely got started to exactly. to be able to continue. But yeah, I would have liked to have seen Bent. I would have liked to have seen them have filmed thirteen episodes. Yeah. You know, of, of it and actually given it a shot. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I feel like wait. I feel like there was another one. Okay. And I'm not. I'm talking about shows that were canceled because I don't. Shows that were ended and like ended in a well place. Yeah. I'm okay with being over. I have to say that Chuck. every time because I'm always sure people are like, she didn't say Chuck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? I got to give it up sometime, people. Hold on. I was looking at a list right now. Sorry. That's why I'm taking a second to think about <laughs> it. <laughs> you know what? I'll say that it's, it's kind of weird because it's still on the air. <laughs> but it's ending and... This season is it's. I would maybe say Eureka because I really enjoyed. This. Oh yeah, I'm really bummed about Eureka. So I know that it's not off the air yet, so that probably doesn't qualify. But it's a show I anticipate that I will miss because I enjoy it every week. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you expect to be the first show canceled this fall? I say without even taking a breath. Neighbors. Yes, totally. <laughs> it's, it's, Jonathan, it's... if I were watching pilots. I would have an answer for this, but I don't. <laughs> if Ray was watching pilots, her answer would be neighbors because her response to me after she watched it would be like, Oh my God, Amory, why are they making this show? <laughs> so our answer collectively yes. is neighbors. Maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe we hope it's the first so canceled. It definitely takes the top spot in the, I mean, there's a few other shows that kind of have that, but it definitely takes the top spot in the, how did this even get this far? Yes. What if it's a drama, though? I guess comedies really have been lately the first ones canceled, though. Never mind. Drama? Mistresses. But that's not in coming until the spring, so. That won't be the first one canceled then. <laughs> this fall. Right. right. Yeah, I, I definitely think uh, The Neighbors. There's a, you know, there's a couple other shows that could uh, possibly die quickly, but this is the one show that I just <laughs> don't... <laughs> It's not going to get any positive buzz. It's it's the working it of this season. Yes. Oh, God, work it. That was a bad show. Anyway, right. so that's Jonathan's questions. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. Here's a question from Julia. Julia asked, how does the on-screen, on-screen, good Lord, on-screen chemistry between actors affect your viewing experience of a TV show? Does it? Has it ever made you want to tune in or tune out of a TV show? For example... I love Scandal, and while the central romance between Fitz and Olivia should, parentheses, would normally, end parentheses, have me rolling my eyes, it doesn't because of the out-of-this-world chemistry between Kerry Washington and Tony Goldwyn. Similarly, it should frustrate and confound me that every single character on Happy Endings throws around zingers like a practicing stand-up comic, yet again it doesn't, thanks to the fantastic interplay between the Happy Endings cast. Oh yeah, people have to have chemistry if they're playing opposite each other. I can't deal with it if they don't. Whether it's chemistry as friends or chemistry, you know, romantic chemistry or or even some sort of chemistry as enemies, you know, they, they yeah. have to be able to have the, the chemistry, you know, the, the cast chemistry of a show really helps to uh, to sell what's going on to make what the, the story believable, uh, you know, that you believe that they you know, have a thing for this person or that they hate this other person or that these people have been friends for a really long time. Uh, sometimes that has to grow, you know, a little bit and usually may take a few episodes because a lot of times 
people have barely met each other, you know, when they're filming a pilot. And so you got to give it a little bit. But yeah, I think it does affect shows viewing for me. If there's no chemistry, like if you just can't buy these people as friends after, you know, or, or whatever it is, things just don't work. Even if other things around the show are good. I think that's almost a central ingredient. And I will agree that the Tony Goldwyn, Kerry Washington chemistry is off the charts. I shouldn't watch the show because Kerry Washington's face annoys me to no end. Not her face. But that wasn't but the, the way. No, not the face. Uh, I was getting, I'm making a point. Not her face, but the way she contorts her face. That should throw me off. But I still love every scene she's with Tony because they're amazing together. So what about you, Ray? Um, yeah. Yes and no. (laughs) Um, I think on-screen chemistry between actors is really important in a comedy, like you said, like the, like happy endings. Any comedy really can make or break a show, in my opinion, um, and can make or break a show pretty quickly. Like, you don't have to, they don't have to feel like they've always been working together. Like, sometimes you can tell they have a little bit of chemistry, but they're still kind of learning each other. Right. Um, But they have to feel like, could believe that these people would be comfortable together but as far as and i guess it has to work for me chemistry wise as far as couples go like they have to have chemistry especially if a show is going to make them like a long-term couple right um i'm okay with it if it's just like a brief we're not going to get a lot of them but if it's clear that they're thinking like these two are going to be the end game dawson's creek dawson and joey should have some chemistry and i'm sorry (laughs) dawson and joey friends (laughs) They don't. Fans, I should say. I said friends. Dawson and Joey friends? I, uh... They are friends. I (laughs) believe they have friend chemistry. They don't have couple chemistry. Um, And there's a big difference. Like, there's got to be a spark or something. And for me, that can... That can make it hard for me to watch something if I can tell that the writers want to put two people together, but I don't believe that they have chemistry. Like that can make it hard for me to watch. I mean, I am actually okay with couples constantly changing. I believe that I believe for instance, that Kristen Bell has chemistry with almost anybody she works with. Yes. <laughs> so and I just can believe Teddy is boring. Wasn't Teddy Dunn. He was boring. He didn't, they did not have chemistry. Teddy Dunn was boring. Correct. Well, I had issues. My issues with Duncan were not that their chemistry issues. They were issues about, what I was supposed to forgive in their relationship with each other. Right. <laughs> anyway, this is a conversation we don't need to go down, but <laughs> the point is, is that like, Rabbit trail. I, yeah, I believe Veronica Mars with uh, any number of those. I mean, I happen to have a favorite coupling or ship, you know what I mean? But I actually believed her with every one of the guys she was with. Mm-hmm. So like, that's important. Like it doesn't, but I don't need them to be like, it doesn't have to be my couple that appears on screen all the time. Like I'm okay with it being different couples as long as they have chemistry. If you are going to make, you know, Dawson and Joey, the, the rival to my couple, (laughs) then I have to believe that they actually have some kind of romantic chemistry. So in that way, chemistry can be really important to the show, whatever. Yeah. I don't really think I've had one where I didn't want two people together, but I mean, I guess theoretically I shouldn't like Logan as a character. Like, I shouldn't like Logan as a person. <laughs> but he ha- uh, I guess Troy would be the better one on Veronica Mars. Like, he didn't have a lot of redeeming qualities. But I love <laughs> No, Troy's. he didn't. I like Troy, too. I love chemistry with Troy. So, um, but anyway. 
So there's our thoughts on chemistry. Kyle has a bunch of questions for us. Kyle, besides, obviously, hang time. What other shows do you wish were available on DVD? Um, Here's where I get into issues. I have a lot of DVDs. Everybody knows that. But I don't always know what is or isn't available. So I don't know if I can answer that question 100%. But I do wish hang time was on DVD. Because I'd watch it all the time. Yeah, I'm not a big DVD buyer. Um, but the one show that came to mind is Everwood, which they s- only put like the first season or something I, out on DVD. I have season two, so they did put season two. I think they out. stopped after two. According to Amazon, they're now all out on DVD. Are they? But for a while, they weren't. They weren't. You're correct. For a while, they weren't. But Amazon has the first, second, and third, and fourth. Huh. Well, so <laughs> we've solved that for you. Jason. Then there you go. I didn't go. I didn't go look to see because the last I remember, it was. It just seemed like it was never going to happen. Yeah, and I just searched for it. Um, for me, it used to be Scarecrow, Mrs. King, but that has now been resolved, and I own all of those DVDs. Nice, they're out now. I would say <clears throat> two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Oh, I would that's like a good show. That would be good. <laughs> Is Zoe Duncan, Jack and Jane out on DVD? Because I loved that show. Uh, or Jack and Jill. Is Jack and Jill out? I would love to go back and revisit Jack and Jill. I don't know if Jack and Jill is out on DVD. Um, ugh, all that, that movie shows up now. Oh, God. Now <laughs> now Amazon thinks you're looking for Adam Sandler movies. They do. Um, I don't see it on DVD. Um, Here's my answer. Jack and Jill starring Amanda Peet and Ivan Sergei and Justin Kirk and Sarah Paulson. Not, though, so I love I that show. Now, you said one, and it escapes my memory now. Well, I think uh, the the thing with TV on DVD, the the one thing I wish about uh, stuff that's not out there or stuff that's not out there in its original form because of music rights issues, mm-hmm. I really wish that the two sides could come together on <laughs> figuring something out to get some shows out there. I'll agree with that. For music rights, because the thing makes no sense to me whatsoever – you have a chance. If you're the music industry, you're not getting anything for it right now. So whatever deal you made would be more than you're taking in now. And right. it would also expose your music to... Yeah, but a lot of times it's people who don't need to expose their music. Still, That's it's the still the like, same. It's people who have made a name for themselves and now you have to pay for their name. At the time, they obviously weren't as popular because it didn't cost as much for the TV show to use it. But well, that, that's true. But there are some, there's still stuff that gets in that, that aren't necessarily, you know, yeah, they made a name for themselves, but they're not, you know, still huge now. You know, I'm not talking to, you know, uh, All right. I'm just, I'm just saying there are still new generations could find old music, find out about old music from some of these old shows uh, because they would, you know, they're inter- Don't get me wrong. I would like the original music. I'm just saying, from the artist's point of view, I can kind of understand why they're like, "No, sorry, <laughs> that's not how it works." Um, Jack and Bobby is another one that I would like on DVD. That would be good. And then um, <laughs> this is an old one that I would like on TV, but I mean on DVD, um, you can't do that on television. Oh, I love you can't do that on television. It really saddens me that I cannot get that on DVD. So those are my three picks. There's probably more, but those are the ones I could think of while we were. I only thought of Jack and Bobby because 
Amory said Jack and Jill. Jack and Bobby. I love Jack and Bobby. So there's our answers. Is the pizza place. Two guys, a girl. Two guys and a girl. What about you, Kyle? Let us know. Um, Next question. Does Jason watch any reality shows? (laughs) Which is an easy answer. The answer is no. Uh, if you're ta- especially if you're talking strictly reality TV shows, if you're talking, do you watch any reality competition like series? If you're talking reality competition shows, then on occasion, uh, usually I watch. But for some reason, I didn't start watching this season of like Next Food Network Star or uh, you know, there's the occasional show like that that I that I watch, mm-hmm. or just in general things that are not necessarily reality TV, but not uh, but not scripted TV. You know things. A few, you know, different shows that show up, you know, like Food Network or right. some of the other types of shows that might show up on uh, uh, like, you know, Mythbusters or, or something like that. But strictly reality speaking, no reality competition, occasionally uh, non-scripted sort of, uh, I don't know, more infotainment type shows. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's, you know, there's a few. I don't necessarily, not watching them every time or something like that, but I might watch an episode of Mythbusters here or have it on Food gotcha. Network. Or... What TV shows are you most looking forward to at SDCC? Um, right, you're not going, and I'm sad about that. But Hold I'm on. looking forward to what? Hold on. First, I have to announce some sad news. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going. But I have not also won any of the contests I entered, so I really am not <laughs> changes in the next week or so oh, i have not right, been notified that i've won any of the seven seven thousand million contests i entered <laughs> just San Diego comic-con so kyle i am not looking forward to any tv shows i'm looking forward to wilfred sons of anarchy bob's burgers revolution was actually a really good pilot the following because i love me some kevin bacon like love kevin bacon but I don't know. I end up not going to any panels and I just get drunk. You just said like 10,000 and I don't know. He didn't ask what panels are you looking forward to. You look, he asked you what shows are you looking forward to. And I've answered my questions. So I would say I'd say probably the, the following uh, is definitely at the top the of that fo- list. The following what? No, kidding. It's never not funny. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well. yeah. The following, and oh, then <laughs> I just heard Ray in the background. Well, <sighs> anyway. Also, of like the new shows, you know, Revolution, the following, Arrow, and Colt, possibly just because the the show really intrigued me. Are all of these going? Yes. Yeah. Of sort of the returning shows that have been mentioned so far. I mean, Big Bang Theory and. Probably, probably Fringe and Sons of Anarchy of stuff that is uh, are returning. I hope Juice goes this year. Fringe and Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. The press room has always been great. So I'm looking you're not forward. excited about Glee. <laughs> I was you excited was about Glee, and, and then they then it showed up. They announced that it was coming. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's a crap ton of stuff coming, and yeah, and that's just know. there's going to be. More. That's just what's been announced so far. I mean, we're sure Dexter's going, right? I haven't, you know, I haven't seen. Uh... I just saw Joanna from Showtime say, "So excited about SDCC." So that means Showtime's got something. I'm sure there, so. Showtime's going to have stuff there. I just haven't. There hasn't been an official announcement of. Uh... Yeah, 
it just feels weird this year because it's so early that it's like, I feel like we're closer to Comic-Con than we usually are when things are announced. But because we're still in June, it's like, it's too early to hear. Yeah. Well, it's basically, it's like Fox and Fox FX and Warner Brothers are the main things that have like put out their. And FX hasn't put anything out officially. Yeah, I guess that just, was all 20th Century Fox because yeah, Sons of Anarchy Wilfred wasn't of, announced and Wilfred is going. Sons of Anarchy kind of tagged along on the uh, 20th Century Fox. Well, some some different yeah some different things get also brought by you know different things like oh, isn't know, Wilfred Sony? It might be like you have like six 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 Park Avenue and which is an ABC show, but that's oh, but the dumbest brought, name ever. But being brought by Warner Brothers, uh, you know, Person of Interest is a CBS show, but it's Warner Brothers. Right. Uh, you know, Revolution is an NBC show, but it's Warner Brothers. So. Warner Brothers. But yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going to SCCC. We'll see what happens, and we'll report back if we hear more. Well, uh, we also have, in two weeks, we'll have more. We'll do a preview episode for Comic-Con with uh, Sandy from TV Equals. We'll be joining cool. us. Any cool web series you watch, recommend. There is one I watch slash recommend, because I love me some Ken Marino. Um, Burning Love on Yahoo!, is genius because Ken is a genius and his friends are geniuses and I can't say enough about how much I love this show or series. So you recommend it? I take it. I recommend it a hundred percent. Otherwise I don't really watch them. Web series. Can't be bothered. Yeah. I know there's a bunch of stuff out there and, uh, and I've, you know, every once in a while I see something that sounds intriguing, but I just haven't really taken the time to, uh, to watch my so the answer for me is uh nope not at this time what about you ray this is a hard one for me to answer (laughs) only because i like are you talking about traditional like web series like you want like a story (laughs) i don't (laughs) know where that's bad that i'm saying but i mean like i watch a lot of stuff online i don't necessarily watch a lot of like like i watch burning love but i don't necessarily have a bunch at the moment anyway of web series that I watch. I occasionally watch um oh my god, what's the name of it? The Guild. But I don't love the Guild like other people love the Guild. Um, yeah, however, I don't think Felicia Day's a good actress. What? She's a good actress when she's doing she actually is a good actress on the Guild because she's playing herself, basically. Right. Um but anyway <laughs> I'm glad she's able to pull that off. I like speaking of Felicia Day, I was gonna say that I like Felicia Day's Geek and Sundry channel on YouTube. Um, her video or not, I don't know what she's calling it. Flog is what she's calling it. Cause it's Felicia's video log. That is actually really entertaining in which she like answers some questions and recommends some things. But then she always does like a segment where she gets to go do something kind of geeky. Um, and that's been pretty fun, but that's not like a typical web series. Um, a lot of people like the tabletop one that's also on that channel, but I'm so not into it. I don't think it's very good. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Will Wheaton, as if he can't. Oh, Will Wheaton. Um, I think he's a bane of my existence. And then, (laughs) I'm just going to ignore that. The other (laughs) one that I really watch. um, I can't see, I'm blind. I'm having so much trouble. Okay. Anyway. Um, But I like, like, I watch the Vlog Brothers, um, which is John Green and Hank Green's web, like, they just have a web channel. In which one, they talk back and forth to each other, but they also have, like, a couple educational channels, which I'm not sure that counts as a web series is what I'm saying. Like, these are, like, weird 
I watch a lot of online stuff, but I don't know if you would really consider it like Brit and Nick.com. They have a bunch of funny videos, but they're not really web series kind of videos. And then I guess the one that I think probably qualifies as a web series is the daily show. Remember my spoiler from earlier. Spoiler alert. Daily and Sam daily. It is freaking hilarious. Um, I don't know how often, I guess once a month they seem to come out with a new video, um, which you may have seen linked from like Nathan Fillion guest starred one week. Like every week there's at least one really well-known person who guest stars. Um, Cause it's supposed to be like Tom Bergeron. Yes. That, that wasn't the last one that Stephen Webber was the last one, but um, he was the one before that. That one was hilarious. Oh my God. The dancing. I can't even deal with it. <laughs> um, anyway, it's it's supposed to be like as if it were Sam and Tim's actual life. But of course we know it's not their actual life. It's a scripted little show, but it's pretty funny. So uh, if I was going to recommend one, that was one that I would definitely. Um, it You can search for it. It's not the daily like D-A-I-L-Y. It's D-A-L-Y show on YouTube. Um, it's put out by Ben Shelton. So I think it's. The YouTube channel is Shelton Films, I think is what it is. Hold on. Let me verify that. Yeah, Shelton Films. So it's like you can just search YouTube for The Daily Show, though it comes up. Anyway, that's the one I would recommend. I I mean, I think you should check out Felicia Day's video vlog, but that's not really a web series. So, I mean, it's a series, but it's not a scripted series. So if you were looking for scripted. Right. Anyway, so obviously I watch a lot of things online. I just don't necessarily watch a lot of whatever. I know who has a bunch of them, but I don't watch them. All right. Now that you've seen some of the fall mid-season shows, any you're looking forward to, any that you've completely changed opinion on after seeing the pilot. Um, Revolution, actually. <laughs> Sorry. Revolution? Yes. And um, the following was really good. That's what I'm excited about, but... Anything else? There wasn't really anything else that I was like, wow. Last Resort is good. Last Resort and uh, Nashville from uh, ABC. The following, although, you know, that's mid-season uh, from uh, from Fox. And then also on Fox, uh, uh, Ben and Kate. Ben and Kate, I love it. I'm now seeing the NBC shows. I, I actually really like Revolution. I haven't watched most of NBC's dramas because I can't be bothered, but I liked Revolution because there was, like, unknowns. And, you know, the Chicago Fire is, you know, it's it's a fire rescue show with some drama between the the characters somewhat. They, they seem to do a good job with it, uh, but, you know, it's basically emergency for this generation. Uh, you know, another version of that. Um I did like Do No Harm. I thought it was somewhat interesting. Uh, I, I'm interested in seeing more of that. I guess that could be one that you could say that I kind of changed my opinion on because the only thing I knew before going in was it's sort of a Jekyll and Hyde type of takeoff idea. And But I thought the first episode was, was interesting, so it, it changed to I'm interested to see more of that. What am I not interested in seeing ever again? Neighbors. <laughs> that didn't change. My opinion didn't change on that. I thought that was going to be bad going in, and it. I guess you could say my opinion changed in that it was worse than I thought. 
You know what? Speaking of things I thought were worse than I thought, the Mindy Project. I was expecting to really like it. I didn't. Of course not. I actually, I, I like. I'm sorry. Of project. course not. Why? Why? Right? Because I didn't think it was going to be good. I wasn't a comment on you at all. It was me saying <laughs> I didn't think it was ever going to be good. So, <laughs> sorry. I didn't think it would ever be as, good. As Jason was saying, I liked it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't good. It wasn't at the, the the top of the list, but I didn't hate it. Um, okay, well, I didn't hate it. No, there was the, no neighbors. Yeah, but. <laughs> Anyway, so there's some good things to look forward to. I think there's sort of your normal crop. There's some potentially really good stuff, and there's some decent-looking stuff, and then there's some crap. And, Nothing blew uh, me away like things have in years past, but there are some great things. You know, there's things like uh, the following and stuff that are like some of the best stuff similar to last year is not coming until mid-season. Right. And, but that didn't necessarily help. Or, you know, certain things out anyways. So you know, right. who knows what uh, wind launching stuff actually does anything. But I think there's actually a solid group of shows to look forward to uh, in the fall. All right. Todd asks, how, did you get scre- how do you get screeners and set visits for shows that you cover? We beg, borrow, and steal. <laughs> I don't. And talk. sometimes you just kind of, they show up on your doorstep and they're for things you never want to watch. But you watch them. Um, so, well, sometimes I do watch Lifetime movies. Well, the the main reason is because of our sites. That's the reason, because of the our TV blogs. Uh, some screeners I've had to go ask for. Uh, others have shown up because the I have an address on my website, and they just yeah, show up. That's true. And then you know, set visits uh, have for me. Uh, they've all been uh, invites because of because of uh, the website. Sames. So that's the uh, the main way. It's because of uh, having uh, some audience to the to the website and the networks are looking to promote their shows, and so they send out screeners or offer set visits. Uh, that's how that happens. That's how it happens, folks. So those are our questions. If you have questions, continue to send them along, and someday we might answer them. Well, if. If you do send them along, that was actually another question was uh, Jonathan asked, are you going to do another Q&A? And the answer to that question is yes. Uh, we will do another like actual episode like this, like Q&A. But if you send questions in or leave questions in the comments or whatever, we'll answer them along the way as well. We'll answer them along the way. Uh, and sad, the one, the one sad thing, yeah, we didn't hear from Patty. Patty, what happened? You Come on, Patty. With questions. Uh, there's, uh, has nobody sent in a voicemail? I really wanted to put a voicemail. I wanted to on, hear your voicemail. Uh, People... Nobody sent a voicemail question in, so you had to listen to Amory try and read with her bad yeah. eye. <laughs> I'm blind as a bat right now, you guys. I'm, oh my god, it's horrible. Anyway, prime time. Bum 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 What? Unfortunately, Amory has no no. Uh, what is it? What do what do bats fly by? What? Oh, sonar. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I was looking for. What do bats fly by? The seat of their pants, if they're lucky. Actually, do you know that bats only ever turn left out of caves? Where did they're I just like read? Yes, drivers. They only turn left. Yes. <laughs> It, uh, 
it, it's true. They, <laughs> we only take. We only da, da, take da, 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 As I was saying, it takes that I remember. Dallas. <laughs> Seeking it at the time. Dallas season one, episode one. Oh, is that what you were doing? <laughs> is that what I was doing? That's what I've been doing since I got it in the mail. Um, season one, episode one, pilot, changing of the guard, and episode two, hedging your bets. Damn it if this wasn't just like Dallas from the olden days. <laughs> it was. It totally was. It really was. It was a really good send-up of, you know, a, it was an homage. It was a, a continuation. It was not Melrose Place 2.0. It was not 90210 2.0. It was Dallas. Like, I mean, sure, it's glossier because it's, you know... It's racier now on TV, but Dallas was ahead of its time back then. And I just think that it really carried the the, the storyline along well and gave JR and Bobby and Sue Ellen a reason to be there. Yeah, I think that's the one good thing about the show is that the previous characters from the you know, the previous version of the show and the new like next generation characters is the old characters weren't like sort of set dressing like yeah like they weren't like kelly taylor the guidance counselor yeah they weren't like how can we like bring them in they were actually you know part of the show stuff yeah. revolves around them and will you know maybe going forward you know it starts to phase in you know face them out a little more then but at least in the beginning they feel like that's why it feels like dallas is because <laughs> Yeah, you know, as soon as Jr. he gets that sort of Jr. you know, twinkle in his eye, like I, I'm gonna take back you know, that ranch is mine. Yeah. Uh, then uh, you know, you it has the same feeling. Overall, I didn't. I mean, I I liked it well enough. I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it or not. But then you know, I wasn't a huge. I I think I only watched the original Dallas because my parents did, and it was a chance to watch TV late at night. <laughs> you know, like. When I was much, much smaller. <laughs> when are they making remaking Falcon Crest? Because that's the one I liked. Did you say when are they? Yeah. Well, it's like anything else. If this does well, then mm. every primetime soap opera from the 80s Dynasty. <laughs> will reappear. Yes. Falcon Crest, Amory. I didn't say anything about Dynasty. I've never watched Falcon Crest. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> anyway, so that was Dallas. I mean, there's not really much to say other than we enjoyed it, and we don't know where we're going to go as far as continuing to watch it, but we'll see what happens. The other thing I'll say is the other way that it they did a good job in continuing is that they made, like, Bobby and then, like, his son basically the only – and Bobby's new wife, but basically those are the only people that you can actually sort of trust on the show. Everybody else is not what they seem, so it's – straight up Dallas. Everybody's got an agenda. Everybody's pretty much out for themselves. Uh, and Lots of backstabbing and twists and turns ahead. Yes. Okay. Suits. Season 2, Episode 1. She Knows. I really like this show, you guys. What do you think it does to the show now that she does know? Nothing. It does, what, it does to the show what every USA show gets done to it at the end of every season. Nothing. It's going to go back to the same thing. It'll have a, it'll have an effect at the mid-season when they need a cliffhanger, and then maybe again at the end of the season when they need a cliffhanger. Right. Right. 
It's pretty much exactly as I told Amory. Okay, I don't watch this show. <laughs> I did watch this pilot, though. I mean, this premiere. Um, I just don't. I'm not as interested. I don't love it like Amory does. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it's. I like the the chemistry between the guys. I generally like all of the characters. I just don't find the stories interesting week to week. Like I don't care about watching these law stories every right. week. Um, so I got bored with it last season, so I stopped watching. But I wanted. I saw the end of the season, and then I wanted to watch the premiere for obvious reasons. And I guess what I feel is, like, I felt like they could have extended the story of her finding out and her knowing and the rest of them realizing that she knows. I think they could have had that whole thing last at least three episodes. It doesn't have to be, like, a main story in three episodes, it could have been a main story here and then continued to be something that was happening while there were other main plots happening. You know what I mean? Like while yeah. the week to week stuff was happening, this could have been an ongoing them realizing that she knows. I mean, maybe Harvey could have known she knows right away, but Harvey could have kept it from him. You know what I mean? Well, I'm blanking on his name right now. Mike. Mike. Um, from Mike until next episode. You know, like that stuff is where I get like, why wouldn't they let that? happen over multiple episodes so that we did feel like those end of the season cliffhangers had a more lasting effect other than changing just what happens in the premiere. I mean, obviously it sets up this guy to come back and be a pain in their asses. You know what I mean? Um, Back at the firm. So it does set up some stuff, but I just felt like the, the actual thing that we care about, whether Mike continues to work at the firm or not, doesn't it doesn't have any more tension over, you know what I mean? Like, and I now guess there's the, four people at the office that know, like more right. people know than don't at this place. Right. And, and the point of that being that like, it's, it's hard to believe now there's a little less tension about what would happen if somebody else finds out because at first it was, well, Harvey knows, you know what I yeah. mean? And if Harvey could get fired, like something could happen to Harvey. Well, now that threat is gone. I mean, it still could happen. Obviously, but it's not as big of a threat anymore. And I felt like that is a waste to just use it all in one episode. So, like, I enjoyed the episode well enough, but I did feel like they could have extended it over a couple of episodes so that it didn't feel like your typical USA try to ratchet up the whatever for this, you know what I mean, for the premiere and for the finale. And then we kind of, it's not a big deal anymore for a couple of, you know what I mean, for most of the season. And then it becomes a deal again. Exactly. it just, I just, I guess I feel like just don't do it if that's what you're going to do. Like, I'm okay. I'm not okay with the week to week, but most people who are watching the show are okay with the week to week. Right. <laughs> it just seems kind of unfair or I don't know if unfair is the right word. I just, whatever. I feel like it's a waste. Like, I felt like they could have done more with it. Yeah, they, they do kind of, you know, they sort of wrap that up and start a whole new thing for them to deal with, with the former partner coming back because they right. now don't have anything over him. Uh, and so they do a lot. It was lot. nice to see Sam from being Erica. They do a lot in that first, you know, in that first episode of, of cleaning up where <laughs> things ended last season and then giving a new problem that, like you said, probably somewhere along the line that the problem will be what happens if that guy finds out or could right. possibly find out or... That'll be the season finale of season two, and then the the season three premiere will tell us how it immediately goes away. 
<laughs> well, because you know what it is, is that we all know the truth. We all know that the premise of the show, especially this one, like there are some where maybe it could change a little. But especially this one, like what happens if he gets found out and he gets fired from the firm? How does the show continue to be this yeah. law show? You know what I mean? Then, right. yeah, then the show's over. So that, right, like, that so, is part you know, of the thing with the show stupid. is I was surprised that they even went there in the finale, like of her. So soon, you mean? Yeah, like yeah. that because of, you know, being such a seasons being shortened and all on on USA. We're not talking about this happening at the, you know, in episode 22 or 24 or something. Uh, so I, it just seemed really quick, uh, for even that to happen because part of the, yeah, like you said, part of the premise of the show is the danger of people finding out. And while they still, I guess, have left, uh, with the other, you know, lawyer that's, that as the boss of all the, in you know, the, the, the Lewis? lawyers, yeah, Lewis. There's, there's still the potential of what would happen if he found out, and you know what would happen if the potential, you know, See, the, if the love like interest fell, found out, or if the new person, the love that, interest knows, doesn't she? No, I don't think the love interest knows. No, the, the not the one, not the one at the, not the love interest at the at the law firm. The I thought Rachel knew. I don't think so. At the law firm, I swore she about? knew. Yeah. I don't think she knows. No. I think she would have a problem with it. Yeah, she would. She would definitely. I'm assuming that they'll they'll mine that for later when she truly becomes his love interest and she's not almost his love interest. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like when she becomes, yeah. when they become an item, it'll be an, a conflict for them because it's something I think based on the way I, I've seen her character, which I've only seen a handful of episodes, but based on what I've seen of her character, I think it'll be an issue for her character that he's lying like that. Um not just that he's lying like that, like how it affects everything that he's done. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, so there's still potential other conflicts with that, but they, I guess, which are the main ones, the ones where they would really have, uh, it would really cause problems, you know, if any of these other people found out, uh, more so than uh, than having the, gosh, why can I not think of anybody's name today? I have no idea what you're talking about. Whoever, she did yes. find out. What's her name? The the lead. The girlfriend? No, mm. the, the 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 top lawyer Jack at the oh, firm. Oh, Diana? Is her name Diana? No, her name. I don't know her name. Either. I know all of her characters' names from other shows. I don't know. Diana Espinosa? Is that who we're talking yeah. about? The chick from Firefly. <laughs> her name is not Diana not Espinosa. What? It's Anna Espinosa. What is her name in the show? Isn't it Diana? No. Pearson? What's her first name? <laughs> Jessica! It's Jessica! Amory loves the show. <laughs> I do love anyway, the show, and I always forget her completely name. Completely blanking on names. But anyways, you know, having her, I guess, is like the least problematic of having people find out uh, ultimately. So I guess they can go on from there. But it still seemed – to me, I'll say, uh, say it one last time. It just seemed too soon for anybody else to find out, really. Right. I just so there you have it. It's fake. Like, you're not – again – we, the viewers, are smart enough to realize that you can't completely, like, you can't have them fired and have the show continue. Yeah, the show, like, so, no... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, it, it's one of those weird things where I'm just like, well, and I, maybe that's why they tried to resolve it so quickly, because they're like, well, everybody knows that this is not going to continue. I just felt like you either commit one way or the other. Like, don't do it, 
or like make it a more of a story than one episode back because then it just feels like we're just doing it for the you know what I mean the finale and the premiere yes. like whatever which I guess I watched so I guess I fell for it so <laughs> all right speaking moving on I didn't watch it on speaking of falling for things and hating yourself afterwards oh that's just me the killing season two episode thirteen what I know season finale okay, okay here's you, the thing what do you know. What I know what is that I knew who the killer was in the third episode of first season. Who was it? Her aunt. Well, okay, so Jamie beat her senseless and put her in the trunk of a car. Who? But is that then the aunt? That's the aide. That's, that's... The blonde guy. The blonde guy. Not Gwen, but the Jamie. Billy Campbell's the Not, right not the blonde yeah, girl. Yeah. The blonde guy. Okay. Not the blonde girl, the blonde guy. Um, he I'm beat so her senseless and put her in help. a trunk. And then okay. her boyfriend's dad was in on the secret. And then he brought Terry along. And Terry's the one who put the car in drive. And, and that's how she died. Because she died in the car. Wait, wait. Her boyfriend? Who was okay, her, so boyfriend her boyfriend was Jasper, up? right? The Jasper. Who's rich? Yes. Okay. His dad... Right, and the, the sister or the aunt was seeing his dad or sleeping yes. with his dad or whatever. So the night that, that, that <laughs> Rosie was killed, Jamie had beaten her senseless because she had witnessed a secret meeting that Jamie, Michael, who was this dad that I'm talking about, and the police and the um, Indian chief had been at. Okay. So it wasn't even because like, anybody had known her. He had just was taking out his aggression on her because she had seen the secret meeting. So he beats her senseless, puts her in the trunk of the car and calls Michael and is like, you need to come deal with this. So Michael has Terry in the car. And then Michael and Jamie are having this argument about how Michael's never going to leave his wife. And that's the final straw for Terry. So she gets out, puts the car in park or puts the car in drive and essentially commits the murder because she's in the trunk of the car when she puts it in drive. So she Um, knows that the, she did not know. She didn't know who it was in the car. She just knew somebody was in the car. Yeah. She just knew somebody was in the car that she thought it was just some call girl that had like accidentally seen something. So she didn't have any emotional connection. And she it was the final straw that she wasn't going to have this Michael guy in her life. So she had to take action into her own hands, essentially killing her niece. So, well, I OK. Huh? She she I don't understand why. I mean, it's not you. <laughs> it's the writing. I right. don't really understand. Why the uh, she has to take things into her own hands and she kills somebody to do that? Why wouldn't she just leave him? <laughs> well, she or didn't she want to leave. That so that she she was doing it so. She- yeah, she she was thinking that if she went and did it and just got this out of the way, they would stop arguing and because he would leave his wife and he, he would be he with would her. leave his wife and no. be be with her and. uh because the only thing that was preventing him from leaving his wife was that there was going to be this girl who exposed his secrets. And Jamie was like, you know, you're going to be able to leave her if this girl's dead. And Michael's like, that's it. I'm not going to kill her. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to leave my wife. And Terry was like, F that. I'm going to kill this person. I don't care who it is. Okay, then. It, it didn't need 26 episodes. And I said it earlier, the acting was fantastic, though I disagree with a lot of people who said Jamie Ann Altman was any good in that confession scene, because the crying made me want to stab her eyes out. Um, but the acting had been so good for two seasons, so I kind of forgive them a lot. But come on. I mean, everybody started to like believe it was Terry from, like, she served no purpose in the show. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Where does the show go from now? Like, is something well, else happening? Well, you would think that there would be a, a new a new crime. 
But from the ending, the Sarah end, yeah. walks off and like broke up with with Holder or whatever. Not like they were emotionally, they weren't romantically entangled, but like she left the car because she didn't want to be. Maybe get a Holder spinoff or Holder a and a new partner. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it won't be. Is it picked up for another season? No, it hasn't Not officially been picked up. All right. But who knows? I mean, they could whatever. always end up back. You know, she ends up back uh, as a cop or whatever, but. I don't know. It it yeah, it just took like too long. This was definitely something that should have been able to be done even if they didn't give you the answer in the first you know, season. It should have the answer should have came in the second season and either spurred the new investigation or you know, to to continue on. I don't know. It just seemed like there was a too much Ultimately, it ended up being too much filler to get to this ultimate conclusion. Right. And other things that they ended up doing, like Billy Campbell's character, had seemed to be his character seemed to be pretty stand up. Like he didn't want to do certain things that in political office and stuff like that. To, uh, uh, but ultimately, at the end of the episode, he does. He ends up doing the stuff that Jamie was having the secret meeting about. You know, he ends up calling right. in the chief and. And the other guy to, you know, to put some sort of deal together or something like that, because ultimately Jamie was right. If he had that, they would basically fund his campaigns for all future offices. But like they go through all this and they basically ruin a character like in the last episode like that. That seemed wrong. Uh, yeah. Uh, to, to do that there. You knew that since they wrapped up the Jamie thing sort of early in the episode that there was still another twist coming and you know, who else could it be? But right. I don't know by, by the end of it, it, yeah, it just didn't work. Uh, ultimately. Well, I'm glad that Mitch snapped out of her craziness and yeah. And some, and the, the one thing that is funny is, is while it only took 26 days, <laughs> this took place over 26 days. It seems like it took place over months because yeah. uh, the guy got shot and is in a wheelchair and and totally up and around and seems to be fine. Uh, the family, 26 days later, is relatively happy and moving into their new place. You know, as sort of are starting to get on with their life, but it's only been right. a little over. Uh, you know, it's almost it's only been just shy of four weeks. Uh, the other thing that was weird, like in the episode or two ago when Mitch came back, they, you know, it was all about how Mitch had abandoned them, but she'd only really been gone for like 10 days. Yeah. You know, it, she'd barely been gone. She took you know, like a minor vacation. Like, yes, she had left and she hadn't really said where she was going or if she was coming back or all that stuff, but they made it sound like their reaction to it was like they'd been dealing with stuff for months while she was gone, you know? Uh, right. And so that was the other thing that over time started to not work with the format of the show being over specific day, you know, over the course of each showing you what's happening each day is ultimately it didn't is things started to seem like uh, while it might take weeks to actually do an investigation, it just seemed like other things that happened and it should have been taking place over a longer period of time or. Yes. Or something. So basically I will not be tuning back in if it is renewed. I shouldn't have tuned in this season. Ah, uh, regrets. There you have it. Ah, uh, regrets. Okay, so some reality check here. I just want to talk about Food Network star, um, including Giada. I can't stand Team Giada. 
She is oh, she's awful. She doesn't understand that her team sucks. The one who calls herself Martita, who only pronounces Spanish words in a Spanish accent, but otherwise doesn't have an accent. She's like Alex Trebek. Oh. She's so annoying. Um, I, I would not watch any of their shows. I would absolutely watch. Actually, I don't think there's anybody on it that I would watch a show about. Because nobody's very good, but I prefer Team Alton and Team Bobby to Team Giada because Team Giada sucks. Anyway, um, and that was that. So what was the other thing? Oh, duets. So here's the thing. I'm pretty positive that this week on duets, the other person who was supposed to go home was Robin's second partner, meaning that Robin would thus have no duets and he would just be sitting there. So I'm pretty sure that because somebody else's person was in the bottom two, John Lennon Legends partner was gone like i just think that producers were like sorry we can't get rid of two of robin's de- two duet partners or else robin won't have anybody to sing with and it's still going to end up being one from each team i just know it is because it's the dumbest thing ever and none of them are actually very good and jennifer nettle sings too loud for her own good i think that's it i think that's all i've been watching for reality oh i do love master chef but there's no one standing out to me yet like that I like. I do think that my kindred spirit, the blind lady, because I'm blind, is not going to go very far when they need to start like running around in like fields and stuff because she's blind. She may be a great chef, but how is she going to like do the physical activities without hurting herself? Anyway, that's reality for the week. Hmm. Did All I put right. everybody to sleep? No. I just want to point out that I'm standing right now, well, sitting with the Thundercats... What's it called? Sword. At my face. Like I'm lying now. Anyway. Awesome. <laughs> it's the only thing I can see. It's like right in front of my face. <laughs> so yeah, then Jason Write had... Write him back to the room because you can't read it. <laughs> what? Nothing. What What are we saying now? Um, Jason has a DVD he wants to choose. Yeah. Well... I don't know whether it's actually good or not, but I... It's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Damages season four. It's my pick because I want to see it. I haven't seen... You know, season five has just started up or just about to start up on... Uh, I just the, rent it then. I wouldn't on, have on purchased TV. it. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. It's my pick as in something I want to either, you know, watch or, or buy. Uh, uh, it's just that it's coming out uh, and it's it's on my list of things that I, because I want to see it sort of like, uh, being Erica season four that I mentioned last week. Uh, it's on yes. my list because I, I want to see seen that it too. I haven't seen, I was thinking about that when I saw Sam on suit. All right. That's it for us today. Thank you for your questions. Um, our music today, when it wasn't provided by the Dallas theme song, I don't know who wrote that. Whatever was by IODA promo net. The song is TV party by the asylum street spankers from their mercurial title put out by yellow dog records. Joining us next week is, to be determined. To be determined. But in two weeks, as I said earlier, Comic-Con preview with Sandy from TV Equals. I will be in New York next Monday. So I will be... This upcoming Monday? This upcoming Monday. I'm going to drink with my boyfriend, James Walk. So you got that invite? Yeah. James Walk. Stop bragging, Emery. Listen, he's on my phone and everything. We're like lovers me and james wolk i think that's true news to him (laughs) (laughs) it is news to him but you know what whatever whatever when you see him next monday (laughs) 
Or you can let him fill yeah. you in. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am speechless. On that note, made while not recording. <laughs> oh my god. On that note, I gotta go. Me too. <laughs> I gotta go try and see. And if my eyesight is worse, not anything I went to in the particular, eye. just sight. <laughs> you yeah, have to get just, really close to a mammary. <laughs> what? Here's the thing. What if my eyes got worse as a result of going to the doctor? I wouldn't go back to that doctor. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. On that note, I'm going to go make some Elio's pizza and watch Jeopardy. Speaking of Alex Trebek. All right. Speaking of Alex Trebek, it all comes full circle. All right. Have a good night. Ciao. Bye. Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Okay. So now we are recording. So, uh. Ray, say something. Jason, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not say that again. <laughs> uh, Army, say something. Army, Army is present. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast so people could see what I look like. <laughs> my phone is so close to my face. Oh, my God. I just pinched my finger in my sunglasses. I'm having a rough time. And I just got my... Jesus. I just got the microphone to my headset stuck behind the lens of my glasses. This is a rough day.